Hey there, you lovely lurkers. What do you think about closed AI, the best and worst of Black Friday, and some games? Sounds like Jamal and Wanda are going to have another Thanksgiving together. So let's lurk. Have you seen the movie Basketball? I love that movie. Why? You know I swear the beginning to God, if you call they... me a bitch three or four more times, I'm out of here. <laughs> Wake up, bitch. You're my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Willie and I met. Why he was sleeping in a drawer, I don't know. But you know at the beginning when they're saying like, okay, sports teams move from this city to this city and then from this city and back and making all those jokes. I feel that's what happened with all of this AI controversy that happened this week. Like, ah, yes. One second, CEO's getting fired. Ten minutes later, he's getting signed by Microsoft to a six-year, $75 million contract with uh, a signing bonus. And, you know, the other team didn't even get draft picks. Like, no compensation whatsoever. Now it sounds like that deal's about to fall through, Carlos Correa style, and he might start his own company, and the entire OpenAI uh, employee structure, hierarchy from top to bottom, wants to quit and follow him wherever he goes. Willie, what is going on with this story? So The Verge had to come off of their holiday break, lucky for them, and record a emergency episode of their lesser known podcast the verge cast okay yeah and so what what yeah i i know most people haven't heard of the podcast ever (laughs) they broke down the specifics and it's insane so sam altman ceo of OpenAI, who you would know as chat gpt ah this company started as a non-profit So the way their board of directors works is a little bit more unique. Don't ask me how. That's just what people say. All right. I'm scratching off that follow-up question. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it. I could sense it just like burning in your anus and I wasn't ready for it. (laughs) So he gets an emergency, like he gets a text message and they say, hey, we're going to, do you have some time tomorrow to have a phone call? He shows Normal up to, conversation, right? Yeah, he shows up to the meeting, and it's the entire board of directors. And they're like, peace, bitches, you're out. The next day, he goes, not really quite sure what that was all about, but I'm going to start my own AI company. And then the board of the directors goes, the fuck? No, no, you're not. <laughs> First of all, what did they think was going to happen? This guy, uh, yeah, it's not like he wasn't just running this company all day long. It's the only thing he knows and the only thing he's known for how long, however long he's been with the company. Yeah. He's he's just going to do the same thing. Like he doesn't need those guys. He'll make his own AI company with booze and hookers. And you know what? Forget the AI company. (laughs) Uh, Satya Nadelli, the CEO of Microsoft, because they're a big investor in OpenAI to be integrated into Bing, remember when that happened? I do. Well, they have a vested interest to not fuck this up, and their <laughs> stock plummeted. So, uh, 
Oh. Nadelli was like, I am going to play mediator. Let me help. Let me help with this conversation. That doesn't help at all. They say, fuck <laughs> you. He's still out. So then he goes, never mind. You're coming to you're coming to Microsoft. So Sam Altman, as of right now, is an employee at Microsoft. Or is he? Because by the time this goes live, that deal might still not have been fully completed. He might still be a free agent. Now, like, this is the, where The Verge is giving us The Verge is feeding us live updates. Like, can we just get a quick pulse check before we actually say for sure he's an employee of Microsoft? We're going live, folks, to the hey. website right now. Hi, this is Karen Smith. It's 68 degrees and there's a 30% chance that it's already raining. I wasn't expecting a weather report. Thank you. I want to talk about how Twitch comes into all of this. Okay, this is a little left field, but we've been talking about sports. They named a successor to the CEO throne. A man named Emmett Shear. Is this like an HBO thing coming to life? This is succession. In, in, in like the, the writers of that show were on strike and they're like, Let's bring it to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> HBO canceled Westworld, so they decided to do a live action. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, hold on, hold on. This is this is where this gets crazy. Emmett Shear was the ex-CEO of Twitch. He just got hired as the CEO of OpenAI, but Emmett Shear has been badmouthing AI chat GPT style things for years saying it needs to slow down. People need to like get it under control. It's going to right. be the end of everything. So Sam sure. Altman is like full forward rushing onto the battlefield. And Emmett Shear is like pump the brakes. Open AI is a shitty company. It's going to be the death of humanity. And he raised his hand for this position and said, okay, me. I don't know who Sam Altman is, really. Like, I thought that was the guy who did the crypto scam and was uh, going to jail <laughs> when this was first announced. I was like, is that the same Sam Bankman, Freed, Altman? Like, did I just miss a letter somewhere in there? <laughs> but I would like to think that I'm also worthy of if I were to get fired, being hired like 10 minutes later, you know, like somebody is just like, nope, Scott's available, pick him up. And number two, how bad is OpenAI really if they just hired somebody to be the leader of their company that has shit-talked them for the past several years? Should we not be using ChatGPT because like, actual idiots are the <laughs> are the ones in charge now we're doomed we are doomed as a society <laughs> now when we started this three and years and change ago it was different like we mm -hmm. experienced some of the best and worst of actual black friday it was the best of times and it was the worst of times 
with all the pandemic stuff that's happened, I feel a lot of things have been pushed online. Therefore, taking a lot of pressure off the in-store employees that suffered so much, as well as a bunch of retailers hopping on board that we should probably give people Thanksgiving off so they don't quit en masse. And do you remember the managers that? are like I, fixing this? Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> in the in twenty eighteen, to me, that was the worst Black Friday weekend. When we talk about worst, I don't think Targets or Walmart's, I don't think they closed. No, I think they just paused. Like they literally paused, put up a gate and said, Employees keep working. Shoppers can kind of mingle or meander over here, but like we're getting everything set up live while people are just circling like sharks. It's it, it's so cra- like at what point do you just give it a break, right? Like are are you struggling that much as a company back in 2018 when it felt like money was just like falling out of your anus? Uh I can't say I know what that feels like, but No, you don't. I'll be darned if I don't want to. You want to find out? (laughs) I do. I do. I really do. Let's start with this. I don't know what that is, but I do know where it goes. Okay. (laughs) It's all about the nookie. (laughs) What was your your least favorite Black Friday moment? I think my least favorite is when I realized what was actually happening at these sales. Like when it actually occurred to me. They're not giving me great deals. Like, yes, this 50, 60, 70, whatever inch TV is on sale. But guess what? It's it's not the one that was on sale the previous week. It's got one less HDMI port. Its refresh rate isn't as great. It's made by a company that doesn't really sound real, but was just typed in really quick on somebody's calculator. It's got one of them, their ad tracking pixels. It, it comes with ads that you can't turn off. <laughs> Do you remember that TV we covered? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Coupled with the fact that many people weren't getting what was considered a sacred holiday for a really long time by uh, white Americans. And they didn't get to spend it with their families because I grew up getting every single Thanksgiving off. And... Getting to spend time with my family, whether it was a good time, whether it was a bad time, you at least got that day to hang out with relatives, close relatives. Talk about politics. Keep away. it nice and exactly nice and easy. Yeah, <laughs> nice and light and fluffy, just like those mashed potatoes we'll be downing. So uh, I I had a lot of friends growing up who were just kind of like anti shopping on that day, and it it opened my eyes one day. I was like. There's there's more to life than just trying to get the best deal on this one day. And I think that's kind of what propelled me down the path that I'm on right now, Willie, where I will just review things for months and months and study and not pull the trigger until I find the absolute best deal on any day other than Black Friday. Okay, so you have quite the negative opinion. We got to talk about some positives. And so I want to tell you about the one and only time that I got up on Thanksgiving, drove myself to a Best Buy to hang out in line on Black Friday. Tell me all about it. 
my roommate in college was like, dude, I want to buy a TV. And I'm like, how much is the TV? He's like $300. I'm like, that's a lot of dough, man. I could never spend $300. <laughs> it was a different time, okay? And so we waited in line. We got there at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving. And we waited out in the cold. We watched as the line rotated around. There was three of us. And so one person would get up and leave, go to Taco Bell, get some food, get back in line. Another person would leave. So we always had two people waiting. Oh, I remember, okay. I remember the moment that we got to get into the store. Where were you in line? Like how many people had 20? What year? 2007. Six. 6 a.m.? Yep. We got there at 6 and waited until 6. This is somehow my best. I remember running through this Best Buy, watching people sprinting through the store. Just gra- like j- They were reaching into bins and grabbing handfuls of stuff. And just go. And so I, I bought two things. I bought a 16 gigabyte thumb drive. Retailed for $120, and I got it for $47. Amazing. And then I bought some other accessory for a camera I was hoping I would get for Christmas. I didn't. (laughs) But boy, the thrill of it. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. I think if you can get in line online... And make whatever you need to be yours from the comfort of your couch. That's the way to go. Is it still surprising to you that there's so many people that don't shop online? After what we just went through, how can you not know? Like, how can you not know what the internet is and what the Zon does? I'm sure there's got to be a high percentage of Americans that have some sort of speaker in their house that they can just talk to and say, do this for me. I don't want to get up. Order toilet paper. I'm literally on the can right now. I just ran out. There is, sir, madam, grandma, there is so much porn on the internet. You will never, never get bored. You never need to leave the house. You can do it all. You think that's why us millennials are so like into the internet? Because it was just Porn? like, how quickly can I move my arm? <laughs> think about it this way. Tangent. Off topic. Before the internet, where did you have to go to see naked people? My mind palace. Forget your Sears catalog, Willie. I'm talking like real live... Or pictures of live naked people. Oh, God, dude. The idea of going to a strip club. Huh. Where, what, what about magazines? Like, where were the Playboys? I, 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 this is a weird tangent, but I remember. Shinders. You had to go to Shinders, Willie. Into a room. With the, they had had a, it was, it had a It curtain. was always in the back room with a curtain and a big mirror so the people who were at the front desk could see you in there. You little pervs, except there's <laughs> pervs on both sides. <laughs> and then you had to do the walk of shame or confidence for some people from the back all the way to the front with your arms full of wank mags. You slam them down on the counter and say like, here's my cash. 
my dirty, filthy cash. You know exactly what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> Everybody knows. I, I remember, like, I don't know, 17, 18 years old and going to, uh, I think I went to a rainbow in West St. Paul oh, God. <laughs> to buy condoms for the first time. That's all I Whoa. needed. My girlfriend no at the time was... On those? Huh? There's no age limit on those? Yeah, safe sex is, is should be should be okay. I agree, but back then when you no, were having underage sex. I will tell you well, I mean I'll tell you. I grabbed my basket. How old was your girlfriend? I was seventeen. And sixteen. Going to jail. <laughs> you just heard it right here. Any cops listening? What the we were both underage. When oh, I turned that's 18, that's when terrible. I turned 18 and went to college, when I I broke up with her, I was like, "I'm done. <laughs> See you in a year," which is actually kind of true. Oh, that wasn't the reason. It was for many other reasons. Anyways, I remember walking through the rainbow and I'm like, "I gotta buy these, but I can't just buy these." So I filled a basket full of like cleaning supplies and treats and. It pro- I probably look like a serial killer, honestly. <laughs> you look yes, like ma'am. I am going to, to buy... murder this body and have sex with it. Like when Homer on The Simpsons went to the illegal fireworks store, <laughs> and he's like, "I'll take a box of condoms, a thing of lube, a nudie <laughs> magazine, some illegal fireworks, maybe." <laughs> And then Marge is unpacking the bag, and she's like, Homer, I don't know what you have planned for tonight, but count me out. (laughs) Oh, so good. So good. You know who's also good? The people that voted for Willie's list of pies. You're good. You're real good. I appreciate you. Unlike some people take you for granted yeah fuck you joel paul (laughs) walks up to me and goes who are you what team what team are you (laughs) and i tell tell him he voted for me he voted for me it was after he was done voting and he goes fuck and just (laughs) walked (laughs) so i appreciate you paul and fuck you joel (laughs) But but thank you. Thank you, all of you, for voting for me unwillingly. This is why we do the game this way. So as you're listening to this episode, you're finding out who the winner is. Because last week it was me. And this week, losers say what? With my first pick of this week's objective, which happens to be about Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade balloons, I am choosing... Grogu. Cute. My number one pick, Bluey. With my second pick, I'm going to take Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece. With my number two pick, I'm going to pick creepy old Ronald McDonald. With my third pick, which is typically a weird one, I'm going to go Pikachu and Eevee. Oh, man. Well, it's my time to keep it weird. My number three pick, SpongeBob SquarePants and Gary. Gary. 
with my number four pick, Stuart the Minion. With my number four pick, I'm going to pick whatever the hell Uncle Dan is. (laughs) (laughs) He's a duck, I think, from... There was some Mallard-based Fly South movie or something like that. Fly, I don't know. But I think that's where he's from. He's eating a sandwich. And with my fifth pick, there's a bunch of creepy stuff on here. I don't know why how or how any of this got approved, but I'm going with the classic Beagle Scout Snoopy. And with my number five pick, my favorite, and hopefully every millennial's favorite, Goku. I let you have that one. Thank You're you. welcome. What's your yeah. What's your least favorite? Probably the f- stupid acorn. <laughs> or I get the Macy's stars. You got to have those. That's on brand. But why an acorn? Yeah. Or the snow crystal ornaments, which just just look like soccer balls. Dude, what the hell is blue cat and jugs? Does that Does that cat have boobies? <laughs> it's It's chugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what what you said <laughs> uh and yeah, uh apparently they had a float of me from 10 years ago kung fu panda <laughs> pillsbury doughboy oh <laughs> <laughs> and you know what you are now smoky the bear smoky <laughs> insert photo I don't know. Do you think you made the smartest pick? I know I made the smartest pick. All right, you lovely lurkers. It is that time once again for another exciting round of Scott Smarter Outsmart. Are you ready, Scott? I am ready! Fantastic. Here's how the game works, lovely lurkers. I've got five tricky trivia questions for Scott. For every question that he gets right, he is one step closer to the answer because here's the twist. All of these questions have a connection. Okay, Scott, if you win, I have thought long and hard about how I can make this appropriate, not only for our checkbooks, but for our listening audience. I know who listens to this show. So if I win, Willie, you have to work with me or some of your friends and buy a pair of of Jordan shoes. Like, a, like okay, all right, okay. Jordan brand shoes. You were poo-pooing them, but now you're going to be pooing while wearing them. Scott, but if you lose, you have to buy just one of the hottest mm. wings from Buffalo Wild Wings and oh. eat one wing. <sighs> On camera, next episode. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. Hold on to my butt. And with that, question number one. What substance easiest to find in the underground nether is the strongest burning fuel source in the game Minecraft? I don't know. I've never been to the nether. Not with you. (laughs) I thought that one would have been easy for you. Yeah. Uh, not a good start. Question number two. After pepperoni, what's America's most liked pizza topping with a 56% approval rating? Uh, sausage. 
correct. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. It's a sausage party. Question number three. <laughs> Which of the noble gases was named in 1889 by its discoverer's youngest son from the Greek word for new? Is it neon? Correct. All right. Question number four. What does the T stand for in the U.S. Navy's PT boats for the weapon they were designed to fire? What is a trebuchet? Incorrect, but that's a guess. (laughs) That's a guess. (laughs) Question number five. What invention of ancient Egypt was originally made with crushed eggshells? Not the sodium fluoride that's the active ingredient today. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, what is toothpaste? Correct. And with All that, right. Scott, sausage, Ugh. neon, and toothpaste, what is the connection? <laughs> These are not just my nicknames in college. Come on. <laughs> Sausage, neon, toothpaste. These are all things that come in a tube. That is correct. I need to buy a pair of Jordans. Please connect with my wife on this purchase and let her know it was not my choice. It was yours. I'm required to do this. Uh, Yes. The answers to your other questions. These substance... That burns the longest as a fuel source in Minecraft is lava. Oh, lava and, tube. Okay. And the T in U.S. Navy PT boats is for torpedo. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you for your service. And thank you for your service this week. Because that's our show, you lovely lurkers. Thanks for hanging out with us again today. If you like the show, tell a friend. Bring them along for the ride. We appreciate your love so much. So let's remember to be kind to one another out there. And we'll see you this weekend.